From conies to cheesecake and barbecue to brunch, we all have meals that mean something special to us. This podcast takes a deep dive into the traditions, delicacies, and legends that have shaped what we know and love about food. Each week, we'll learn from a guest about how food has impacted their relationships and how they view the world. This is Season to Taste. This week, I'm excited to welcome Linda Dakwar, um, a family friend and longtime uh, you know, listener of the podcast, I suppose. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Jacob. So a bit of an introduction. Um, you went to grad school with my parents, and then yes. now I go to college with your kids. So it's just <laughs> kind of a fun like family friend connection there. It really is. It really is. Your parents so, and I go way back, and we laugh about how God put all this together. So we're just very, very happy that uh, our kids know each other and go same school. Who would have thought? Right. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. been really cool. So there's a weekly segment I do called What's Cooking? So let us know what you've been making either in the past week or is coming up for you this week. Hmm. Well... Actually, today I made a, a traditional Korean dish, different sides that you put together called bibimbap. Some of you know nice. of the fast food bibimbap. So you know that there's a lot of different side dishes. We call it, um, they're just side dishes that you put together and mix into this dish. And um, it takes a lot of work, but a lot of vegetables. So I made that today. And my kids will be coming home next week. So I will probably be cooking all their favorite dishes. I try to do that when they come home. Nice. Sounds like fun. And lots of baking. I'm doing a yeah. lot of baking. Yeah, I'm hosting a, a Christmas party for um, some church folks that I appreciate so much. And going to do a Christmas uh, brunch for them. So a lot of baking. That's fun. Yeah. What's, what are you going to have for brunch? I'm making these quiche. Um, It'll be a sausage spinach quiche and pumpkin muffins and scones and a salad and um, a lot of different bakeries. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, fruits and so. Sounds great. I (laughs) my mom made quiche last year for Christmas. I think I really enjoyed that. Mm. My mom and I also had the opportunity to make uh, scones last year when we were like home for mm. um, for quarantine and all sorts. Of, I think it was the summer as, as well. So not this past summer, but 2020. And I, I like scones. I was, um, I think I was skeptical before that, but they were really good. Well, um, we should swap recipes. We'll have to. For my week, um, I just made a whole chicken last night with uh, my roommates. A friend of the show from uh, Preston Family Farms gave me one of their chickens that they uh, had raised over like the year. Uh, we made that tonight, and it was so good. Or last night, it was so good. Uh, my mom had given me this jar of like curried lentil soup, essentially. So I, mm. I mixed that all up and made that. That was delicious. Also made some um, like box mashed potatoes. What he made so it was it was great very wow tasty. you eat very well for a college student you take after your mom every, probably a great cook every once in a while yeah 
I have my days. It's fun. <laughs> it's great. And I made, Sounds delicious. I made beef stroganoff earlier in the week, so that was delicious. Wow. Yeah, That's I so was, impressive. <laughs> I, I gained a lot of time this week having less classes and getting ready for finals, believe it or not. So Okay. Yeah. Allowed me to cook some more, which was a lot of fun. Did enjoy that. Mm. Lots of. So you you cook for your your roommates? Not eat usually, um, but oh. every once in a while we will collaborate on a meal, which is a lot of fun. Okay. <laughs> usually we're all on our own, um, but it's fun okay. every once in a while to have things we can share. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of Christmas parties this week, though. So I got a lot of Christmas cookies and all sorts of wonderful snacks throughout the week, which is fun. Yes, you're quite the host. Yeah. Uh, my kids have enjoyed coming to your parties and get-togethers, and you always have something fun to eat. It's always fun, yeah. Like two weeks ago, we did Love tacos and, and chili early in the year, and it's been fun. <laughs> Done a, f- a few fun ones. So amazing! That's so great, Jacob, that you gather people. Yeah, it's great. So, talking about. What was food like for you growing up? Like, did you cook a lot growing up? Um, I mean, you mentioned some of the Korean dishes you like to make. Like, was that a lot of, mm-hmm. of what you grew up eating and cooking? I guess I I have. Um, growing up, we always ate together. And my mom usually cooked homemade meals. Mm-hmm. Um, so going out to eat was pretty rare uh, because we weren't a very well-off family. So we were pretty frugal about our money and meals were homemade together. Um, But, you know, when we did go out to eat, it was for a special event. Um, I grew up with many traditions and food seems to be very central to many of these great traditions. And so my mom being a wonderful cook, uh, she often made special dishes that I even continue to make during mm-hmm. holidays. I used to love watching her cook. She taught me a lot of techniques about slicing and chopping. Um, and she also taught us that home is a place where you gather people and it's meant to be shared. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I realized looking back that she really taught us a lot about that. So a lot about home is that you invite people over for a meal and you always serve food. You always offer food, even if the guest is just coming for a very short period of time, but food seems to be an expression of care and love. So we always shared our dining table with people at holidays. There was, I grew up in a family of eight. So I always had the corner right next to my dad and we'd be squashed in this dining table. And we always had strangers at our table. My, my parents always invited people. So to make sure they didn't have a holiday alone. Yeah. So food was really important. My mom taught me a lot about presentation. Presentation speaks of care and love. Mm -hmm. Uh, So watching her prepare, I noticed that I picked up a lot of her habits. Yeah. Um, So when we have family reunions, we still make our plans first about the food, (laughs) where we're going to eat, what we're going to eat, and then we gather. Uh, So, you know, food is uh, always, I didn't even think about this until really you asked me these questions uh, to think about how food has been part of my growing up. Um, it's very traditional as a food, as a gift as well. Mm-hmm. Koreans give 
like boxes of fruit as gifts. Oh, wow. I know it seems strange, but if you go into a Korean market, you'll see boxes of fruit, mm. you know, right when you walk in, because it's a, a very common gift to give to families or rice cake or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting how food has always been kind of an important part of expressing relationships and love and part of an important part of growing up. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. It's cool to see how you've been able to like even unknowingly sometimes pick up some of those things and continue to to bring them forward. Yeah, so definitely. You mentioned some that there were like your favorite uh, holiday meals or whatever. Is there one in particular that sticks out of a thing that your mom made? Well, I do like the traditional Korean food. And as much as I've tried to learn from her, I can never make it like hers. So um, there is... Um, <clears throat> Korean pancake, that's very traditional, one of my favorites. And chapche is another favorite. It's a um, it's a sweet potato noodle. I used to call it see-through noodles because they're, yeah. they're kind of translucent. And it's cooked with lots of vegetables. Um, it doesn't sound very appetizing when I describe <laughs> it, but it's so good. Yeah. Um, and then the Korean pancakes is another one of my favorites. Um, my mom often would just create her own dishes whether or not it's with shrimp or um we we've had exotic foods like octopus and squid things that most people don't always eat but we've eaten so those are a lot of our family meals would have a mix we would have a traditional thanksgiving meal for example with the turkey and all the american fixings but we always had korean food and you always have kimchi Always. Right. Kimchi is that side dish that's very spicy. So I only like my mom's kimchi. She makes the best. Really does. Of course. And that despite all the carbs that you have Thanksgiving, you always have rice. So those were some of, uh, I, I really can't pick one favorite memory around the dining table because we were always together um, yeah. at the dining table. But I do have one traditional um, dish that, is part of a favorite memory of mine. And that is we have, we eat Korean dumplings, which we call mandu. And my mom taught my daughter, at the, she was about seven or eight years old, how mm. to make it. Nice. And I videotaped it. And it just is a great memory for me because I knew my mom was passing down a legacy, mm-hmm. a, a, a a tradition and the way she was connecting to my daughter, they were building a relationship together as they're making these dumplings. And to this day, it's my daughter's favorite dish. She always requests that for her birthday. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. How they were able to like make a connection around that. I've heard so many stories like that, that I love of just like times when people had a family member that they could make something really well. And then two of the family members were able to like, bond over learning how to make it together that's sweet i mean i've had that myself i learned how to make Mm. my great grandmother's special recipe with my grandmother that was Mm. great what was that recipe it was special which is like german um noodle essentially oh okay it's like it's a a pretty loose dough that you you make this kind of loose dough between a dough and a batter put it Mm -hmm. on a board and there's a lot of ways to make it but the way that we made it is you put on a board and take a knife and like cut off a piece and roll it into water so these weird mm. kind of shaped noodles um and you just like toss them in butter and nutmeg and it's a nice kind of 
fall winter meal to me breadcrumbs and yeah it's just nice and warm it's so great you learn it because if you don't learn it it doesn't get passed down right so gotta hang on to those whenever possible Mm-hmm. And speaking of which, how have you uh, worked on passing along some of these things to your kids? How have I passed it down to my kids? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm really big on traditions. So ever since they were young, I try to create traditions by having things routinely, routinely, you know, so mm-hmm. holidays, always having certain dishes. And they grew to expect it. Yeah. Um, so that's one way I think I pass it down to my kids is that we this is what we do um, in during this holiday. Um, New Year's <clears throat> is a special meal that Koreans have with rice cake. And rice cake is supposed to symbolize long life. So we have this special rice cake soup. So mm-hmm. those traditions are really important. I think I've always tried to teach my children how to make things. Um, I think my daughter started enjoying cooking just more recently whereas my son he learned out of necessity because he was going off to college (laughs) so we it was real fun the summer before college he picked up cooking very quickly so i taught him a lot of different dishes Mm -hmm. granted most of it was with an instapot (laughs) (laughs) so it's a little different he hasn't learned the korean food cooking but uh, my daughter really has she does enjoy you know, making some of the Korean dishes and mm-hmm. some of my own dishes too. I wanted to also include um, some of my own dishes into our holidays, <clears throat> but yeah. that's how we're, we're real creatures of habit. Actually, we eat pretty much the same meals all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd say it's the same for us. There's a few that kind of rotate, but they're always yeah. like classics and they're good. <laughs> that's good. I'm sure your mom would love to hear that. She's a great cook, by the way. She is. She is. She makes a lot of, she likes to try new things a lot, which is fun. You have to try whatever she's experimenting on. Uh, over COVID, she made a lot of sourdough. Uh, did the whole mm, start. Yeah. Made a starter and just made sourdough. So I really enjoyed wow. eating bread all the time. And we tried putting oh. the starter in all sorts of things. So like sourdough focaccia was really good. That's like an Italian bread that's kind of somewhere in between a pizza dough and like a sourdough. Mm. It's so so. impressive. Whenever I hear people making their own bread, it always impresses me. I cannot make bread. I love to bake. I can bake a lot of things, which is probably part of what I add to our traditional meals. But bread intimidates me. (laughs) I I love making bread. I'm not that good at it yet because I don't do that often. Um, It's really you kind of have to get a feel for like where the dough should be. And like how much to rise it and all these things because I made, I made that same focaccia recipe just without the sourdough, um, like last week I think, and it Ooh. tasted really good. But the the texture was just like not right. I didn't proof it long enough, and I, I think I overneeded it, so it was kind of dry and a little tough. Um, uh, but I'm excited to try again art. at some point. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You don't realize how hard it is to make really good bread until you've both had really good bread and you like try it yourself and you're like mm. you put plenty of effort into it and it doesn't come out right and it's like yeah okay i guess it's a lot more complicated than i thought yeah i think so too see intimidating <laughs> but it's possible i would recommend <laughs> it what's your favorite we mentioned it before the side dishes um 
that's like a, a big thing um, for Korean food is all those little side dishes. Do you have a particular favorite one? Um, I guess I do. They're called panchans. You know, there's these yeah. separate little dishes. And um, I really like the cucumber, like a cucumber salad. I like fresh vegetables. Yeah. So I like the cucumbers. And then there's a bean sprout. It's called new spring bean sprouts. Um, love those. Boy, I haven't had a panchan I didn't like. Although sometimes restaurants give like whole um, raw onions dipped in a bean sauce. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, but I like it all. But I, those are probably my favorites, those two. That's good. I can't really nail down a favorite except for there's a place in Cincinnati that I went to that had um, all that I can think of is like fermented eggplant, essentially. Or mm. it might not have been fermented, but at the very least, it was eggplant, and it was delicious. Mm. Um, okay. So that one was really good. Other than that, there's some good, like, I like the ones you mentioned. I like the bean sprouts. There's always a few that I don't care for. <laughs> I've always wanted yeah. to. Usually like six, I feel like there's usually six, and usually one or two I don't care for. I, <laughs> I'm trying to build up my spice tolerance to enjoy kimchi more. I like the flavor, but the spice is a little, usually a little uh, much for me. Yeah, you need to try my mom's. Yeah. It's a perfect spice. I yeah. I bet. It's an acquired taste for sure. Yeah. I like, but that's the thing is I like the fermented flavor. I really like sauerkraut and it's kind of mm. in a similar vein, just spicy. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, I I know that I can enjoy it. It's just the spice is usually the thing that gets me. So mm -hmm. I usually have a few pieces and I'm like, that's enough. I just think <laughs> one or two and I'm fine. <laughs> Uh -huh. Well, I, I am impressed that you know so much about Korean food. Uh, you know about Korean restaurants in Columbus. True. Yeah. Which so, we followed your recommendation, by the way, and went. It was I, so good. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that place. There's, a, there's actually a lot. Um, but what got me started on Korean food was my senior year of high school, I was working an internship downtown Cincinnati and had agreed to get dinner or to get lunch with our um, computer science teacher because I was doing a, like, essentially a computer science internship. I'm doing some mm -hmm. coding. And so me and some other people that worked at the company went down to this really good Korean restaurant, so the other side of the river. Um, and that was like my first interaction with Korean food and I just loved it. And so mm. every, it seems like everywhere I go, I try and search for a Korean place, one or two at least. Um, so I've tried a few around like right in my hometown that have been good. Found a few up here. Mm. Um, there was a Korean barbecue that, we, that me and some roommates went to. Um, and then I also went to Arirang with a friend. And that was the place you guys went to. That was like a little, yes. a little market with a, uh, a food court in the back that just had some, <laughs> right. some nice food. So that was fun. And there's another one I recently added to my list that I need to go to that I haven't, but I can't think of the name. But yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun to, because every place does it differently, both the, like, uh -huh. the classic dishes and all the panchan are different. It's just mm -hmm. like, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. What's your favorite dishes? I usually go um, with the bimimbap with the stone bowl and usually oh, bulgogi yes. beef. Um, but I've been trying to get away from that and try other things because I <laughs> I consistently get that. Um, right. When I went to Arirang, we got the seafood pancake and that was good. Mm, um, that was good. A lot of a lot of pieces of things that I was uh, surprised by, I suppose. A lot of octopus and a lot of uh, little bits <laughs> of seafood that I was like, 
Okay, this is outside of my comfort zone, but I enjoyed <laughs> it. It was, it was tasty, yeah. <laughs> well, good really, for you for trying. Yeah, I've been trying to uh, expose myself to more seafood lately, just because I, I, I do enjoy it. It's just like outside of my comfort zone. I didn't have... Mm -hmm. It was occasionally forced on me as a child, but I did not like seek it out as a kid. So um, now I'm trying to enjoy it more and I, I'm finding things I like, which is good. How about raw fish, sashimi or sushi? No, no. <laughs> not there yet. Not. <laughs> sushi in general is a little not huge on it, but I mm -hmm. also haven't had good sushi yet. I, I think the, the best, which is this is sad, but I think the best is like dining hall sushi. So... It's not exactly say, like high praise for. <laughs> oh, right, sushi. right. So, I'm, I definitely want to get some good stuff. Just haven't yet. Okay, so you'll have to discover some good sushi places. Well, mm -hmm. I have some. I someone from church gave me a recommendation. They were like, "Yeah, the people at my work gave me all these recommendations of Asian restaurants." So they just rattled off like ten of them to me, and so they're they're in the list. Just need to get through oh. them. Sounds like you do so, have a list. It's exciting. Yeah, I do. I've I've quite a list. I think I sent it to Gracie. Um because she because I was mentioning like two or three and I was just like, I'll just send you the whole list. I might as well at this point. Like <laughs> the, the list is like seventy restaurants of all sorts of different things that ah, I well, want to get to before I graduate, but we'll see if I'll get to all of them. Okay. Well maybe when I come down and visit Gracie, Joshua and I will have to go check them out. Yeah, I'll have to check some more off. Yeah. So we we mentioned a little bit. Um, do any family cooking memories come to mind? Either, I mean, we mentioned some old, some new. Um, so mm -hmm. maybe let's focus on more new. Any particular ones that come to mind of like times cooking with your kids or whatever? Yeah, I love I love spending time with my kids. I anything doing anything with them. Um, Grace and I one time we set out to, well, she set out to try to make the best tiramisu. We love tiramisu. So we like more foods than other ethnic foods. So I don't know, during that time, we tried different recipes. We modified uh, different ingredients and she has it down. She makes the best tiramisu. It's very nice. good. So that was a lot of fun to do that together. Um, and for her to enjoy it, um, and of course, we, we just love tiramisu. So to enjoy eating it was fun. Um, for Joshua, I think teaching him how to cook was yeah. a lot of fun. I mean, okay. you know, realizing you have to learn how to hold a knife and, and how to chop and, and basic things about cooking. Um, but it, it's fun. Now, I, I always ask him, so what'd you have for dinner? And he'll tell me what he made. Um, nice. I just love that. He yeah has really learned how to eat healthy too. So that's kind of new for our family. You know, we grew up eating a lot of Korean food, but I think having my own family food is also um, uh, nutrition. So I try to make some pretty healthy choices for our family, for mm. the health of all of us. And so we, we have made some changes like changing from, white rice to brown rice yeah. that was really hard to do that yeah. but now that's you know, my kids only you know they pretty much eat just brown rice mm -hmm. um although white rice is a treat <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is funny kind of uh, yeah <laughs> 
but I do like that they do request certain dishes I make. Mm-hmm. I think the campus has great food, so it's hard to compete with the food that they offer. Yeah. But I'm I'm happy that they do request certain foods. Most of what they request from me are the desserts I make. I make a lot of different desserts. Like they nice. usually ask for cassata cake. Um, I enjoy it. Cassata cake is actually like an Italian cake. I actually never heard of it till I came to Ohio, but mm-hmm. it's like a white, but I use a yellow cake, yeah. a vanilla cake, and in between has Bavarian cream and whipped cream and fresh right. strawberries chopped in the middle. So that's the filling. Yeah. And then it's coated with a whipped cream frosting. Um, okay. That's my kids, one of their favorite desserts that I make. This was either mentioned at both of them Grace was at, so it, I think she mentioned it. It was either mentioned at one of the potlucks or at the uh, one of the Christmas parties she was at. And that she Casada Cape came up, and I couldn't remember what it was, but that's funny. So I, I, <laughs> yeah. I think they mentioned it. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, they do like that for their birthdays. Although Joshua loves chocolate, so he'll request lava cake. So oh. I had to learn the right recipe for lava cake. That was a challenge for me to get the right ooze in the middle. And yeah, but I think I finally found a good recipe for that. So they do tend to ask for the same desserts for their birthdays. Me and me and John definitely fell in love with uh, lava cakes for a while. I feel like in like junior Mm -hmm. high, we, we requested those often and occasionally tried to make them and stuff. So, Oh, you made them. I think so. If, I I have vague memories of trying to make lava cakes. At the very least, if I didn't make it, my mom made it, which is probably a highly more likely situation. But <laughs> well, either we'll way, yeah. we recipes too. Right? Yeah. Um, yes, lots of lava cakes have been eaten in the Zimmerman household. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fun. Aiden came up with an interesting question. Um, did you have any trouble getting either of your kids to try new foods growing up? Korean food. That was like when they were young and we would go, you know, visit my family. I'm from California. Certain foods seemed uh, very, very, very foreign for them to try. But the the one funny memory, actually, there is a dish. um, It's called naengmyeon. It's a cold noodle soup dish. Mm. So it came cold and you have to have it very cold in fact so cold you put ice in it to make it very cold and it's got chopped fresh vegetables in this Mm -hmm. noodle cold soup and beef and or pork or something like that or chicken so when i'll never forget like when my husband first tried he's like it's cold (laughs) it's soup (laughs) So he tried microwaving it. <laughs> My mom was like stunned. Oh, no, no, no. You, you don't microwave this soup. <laughs> yeah. Joshua uh, tolerated. I remember when he was young, like just him wrapping his mind around eating cold soup was so foreign. Yeah. So to this day, we joke around about the cold soup. That's what they call it. The cold soup noodle dish. But Yeah. Um, that's funny. That kimchi is is tough. Yeah. Uh, none of them really like it. I think Gracie is trying to like it because yeah. she wants to like it. Uh, and then I think pretty much they'll, they'll try. Now that they're older, they're better about trying. Yeah. 
And it's very important that you try my mom's food and enjoy it. So it's about the relationship with my mom, really, of enjoying her food. That's funny. Yeah, (laughs) that's great. How about you? Anything that you could tolerate? Fish for a little while. I didn't did not enjoy um i was once my mom made like i think she was just rice sushi like she made she made sushi for my mom or for her and my dad and then like we were also eating of course so she was like here i, I made you it's just rice and seaweed and i have a distinct <laughs> memory of just thoroughly disliking that so oh, unfortunately no. that is my first memory <laughs> of sushi so like that has kept me from it for a while but oh so um, you don't like the seaweed sheets I'm getting better. I didn't then as a like uh. eight year old or something. Um, but yeah, I'm getting better, but that was not definitely not my mom's fault. Just my own like eating seaweed was not, did not really comprehend. And <laughs> little Jacob did not understand that. <laughs> Other than that, I'm sure my mom has stories, but I can't think of anything in particular that was like particularly uh, off limits. Mm. I've definitely, I've, in the past, like, college particularly, a little bit of high, in high school, I started trying a lot more things. Um, mm-hmm. But I would, I would always try, at least try things when I was young, I think. I was always willing to try cheeses in, in uh, <laughs> Jesus. I, there was a lot, there was a period there where I was just like, I don't know, we always tried new cheeses. There's a place near us in Cincinnati called um, Jungle Gyms. They have just a, it's a giant um, grocery store, like all international grocery store, and they have a whole section of cheese, and it's just like all different countries. So we would go and pick out a few cheeses from different countries and try them. It was was fun. Do you have a favorite? Um, The one I remember most was Australian cheddar. I really liked that. Mm. Hard to describe the flavor. It was just like a different cheddar, but it was cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about Christmas traditions. Um, so I don't know if you have any any other Christmas traditions you want to hit on. Um, yeah. Um, we 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 do have a lot of traditions um, that we usually have um, at Christmas, along with the the turkey and all the traditional fixings. Yeah. We have the traditional Korean, which is the chop chat. I, I'm not great about making bidetok, which is the Korean pancake, but I love it. So yeah. when I'm with my family, I always request that from my mom, but she always makes that. Whenever they gather together, my mom makes that Korean pancake and the chop chat. That's always a staple. Um, I've added my kids like my mac and cheese, which... <laughs> Why do we need to add another carb to the dish, the, the dinner table? But they love it. So I try to make that. And yeah. desserts is a big deal. So um, this Christmas, I'm spending it with my sister and I'm bringing all the desserts. So I'll make um, pumpkin cheesecake and I'm actually making a dairy free pumpkin pie um, and scones. I'm bringing scones and uh, pumpkin spiced muffins. Um, what else? Oh, I'm making, oh, an apple cobbler. Oh, that's the other favorite my kids like is my apple cobbler. Uh, so, and then I'm making these kind of dairy free. So like, I call them whoopie pie, pumpkin whoopie pie cookies, Mm -hmm. like a non-dairy cream in the middle and cookies. So I'm bringing all those desserts. 
Yum. Sounds delicious. <laughs> I I made pumpkin cheesecake probably two or three years in a row because I wanted to make it one time and then uh, for like Thanksgiving and then it got mm. requested from other people two or three times after that. So one of my favorites for sure. I mean, what's oh, not to like? So it's great. It's a uh, pumpkin pie and cheesecake combined. I mean, great. <laughs> oh, Love wow. It. So you help your mom with the baking yes. and the cooking. Yes. Especially now yes. even more. I was, I was busy during Thanksgiving. Yeah. What inspired you to get into cooking? I honestly, I don't know. Um, there were, there were like different shows I used to watch growing up. Probably there were some video games I would play um, that like had cooking things in them. And so I, I don't know, mm. I, just, I kind of had an affinity for it. I've asked my mom this before and I don't remember what she said, but I know that I've been like interested in cooking and cooking for a long time. Even, I mean, I started with like weird microwave things. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't How old were you? I, I honestly don't know, um, but like definitely element like early elementary school, probably like second or third grade. That's there amazing. Was, there was one time in second grade, I don't know why this is a distinct memory for me, but I brought a little cup of mac and cheese in my lunch and I, I asked the teacher, I was like, can you microwave this? And she's like, no. I'm like, why not? What do you mean you can't microwave this? I it's mac and cheese. I'm not going to eat it cold. And yeah. like, I know you have a microwave. And this is like I don't know, first or second grade me, right? Um, and I was just like, I came home. I think I ended up eating it anyways. I came home and my mom was like, why couldn't they microwave it? And she's like, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> they're not going to microwave it for you. Just eat it cold. And it was very sad, mm. but just a funny memory. That is that when you me. got a thermos? Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> and but, hope it's but, warm by the time you have right. lunch. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, lots of soups were taken to sometimes chili or whatever in the thermos. Mm. It's funny. Not Lunchables. I forgot about that. Lunchables, there were Lunchables for sure, but that, that trailed off pretty quickly as soon as my mom realized that that was not enough food for me and my brother because oh. <laughs> we eat quite a lot. You outgrew the Lunchables. It's true, very quickly. Mm. So it is finals week for us, and I was curious to hear what was your go-to food during finals in college? Anything that oh. was like Jacob, to tell you the truth, I was a poor college student, and we had nothing like you have at OSU. Um, I went to UCLA, big university, but not the same kind of food available. So yeah. I had a baby, a little mini. Um, rice cooker and i would cook rice put soy sauce and sesame seeds nice that's what i would eat almost every weekend um because i i couldn't afford a weekend plan so i would eat fine in the cafeteria during the week but during finals where schedules were a little bit different just food wasn't a big deal i just food was a necessity yeah yeah, I was truly the typical poor college student who ate whatever was there. And a lot of students would take like um, study breaks down on Westwood and go to DDB's Cookies or someplace fun to get some yogurt or ice cream stuff. I couldn't yeah. do any of that. I didn't have any of that kind of fun food. So finals week was just about studying. I And, yeah. and hopefully I got some food in me. 
Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I have been surprised. It's it's not usually been the case in the past, but I have had time to cook this week and I've had some pretty good food. Usually it, it feels like food is a necessity and you, you, I only leave to leave studying because I have to eat, not because I want to eat, you know? <laughs> um, so it's been, it's been a nice break from that this semester. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think the food there is pretty good and sounds like you're like students are far more resourceful in cooking for themselves. Yeah. And yeah. for sure. It's very nice. <laughs> so that is all the questions I have, but it's time for hot seat. Are you ready? Am I ready? Are you ready for hot seat? Oh, what's hot seat? It's just quick questions. Oh boy. We'll, we'll see if I'm <laughs> Let's ready. Do it. What's okay. your favorite Christmas drink? Water? <laughs> I'm so boring. <laughs> I don't like eggnog. I don't like anything sweet. No coffee or... Co oh, coffee. <laughs> yes. Yes. I do like a, a good pumpkin coffee. Maybe that pumpkin would be a, a good Christmas nice. yeah, drink. How about your favorite Christmas cookie? Ooh, my sister makes these incredible, um, these white balls. What are those called? Christmas balls. Yeah. And then she makes this about. chocolate chip cookie with um, toffee nuts in it and mm -hmm. nuts in it. Oh, love those. Nice. So she makes those. I love that. And I love yeah. ginger gingerbread. So see, I like a lot of those That's kind good. of cookies. It's good. My mom's, or I think it's my grandma's recipe, but my mom makes it. Uh, chocolate chip cookies are definitely my favorite. Um, mm -hmm. But I recently had, not my favorite, but like very good, was a uh, like a raspberry shortbread cookie. So it had, it was like shortbread, oh. and then the middle was like some raspberry jam or something. It was delicious. Oh, love that. So tasty. Yes. So a highly contested uh, question. Do you have ham, turkey, or something else for Christmas dinner? Turkey. Thank you. Yes. I think we're usually ham. I, uh, oh, I'm usually ham. voting for ham, but um, sometimes gets overruled. <laughs> oh, really? The rest of your family likes turkey? I, it goes back and forth. I'm, I think me and my brother like ham. Um, drawing, it goes either way. And then I think it depends on the holiday for my dad. Uh, okay. Okay. But it's good. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to all the food and stuff. It's exciting. Oh, I bet. I Can't bet. Wait. You're going to help your mom. With yes. the Christmas, are you staying home? You're not traveling. That's the plan. I think so. Yeah. So it'll okay. be a lot of a lot of baking at home and food for the family. So I'm excited. Oh, so so fun! Well, I hope you have a wonderful time with your family and get yeah. some nice rest and have more recipes to share. Absolutely. Well, that's all the questions I had. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Oh, thanks, Jacob, for having me. You have a wonderful Christmas. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Season to Taste. If you enjoyed, go ahead and share it with one of your friends and tell them your favorite part. You can find me on Instagram at Season2Podcast. And special thanks to Adam Paddock for the music.